0: You're listening to the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times.
1: And Thank you for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Don't forget to rate and review us on the podcast app of your choice for a chance to win a t-shirt of your choice as well. Remember to send your picture of your review to either jeremy at com or you can just send a snapshot to at Ricky and Clive on Twitter and we'll make sure that it's entered into the competition. Hi, I'm Clive, and I'm joined by Ricky. How are you tonight, Ricky?
0: Yeah, I'm doing well. Yourself?
1: I'm good, thanks. I'm quite pumped for tonight, actually.
0: Yes, yeah, so my bro, it's been a it's been a busy week.
1: It has been uh, quite a news week, but I, I wanted to turn the tables very quickly and have a quick quiz time segment for you. If you would um, let me do that. Okay. <laughs> right. So, who am I? I am a former world champion. Clue number two. I have been wrongfully accused in a steroid scandal. Okay. That was a that was supposed to be a joke.
0: Oh, yeah, I it's a joke, so um <laughs> I spin the faces of people who don't want to be cool. Ricky. Are you Hulk Hogan? <laughs> oh wait, no, he wasn't wrongfully accused, he was actually guilty. Oh sorry. Um are you a a Simone by the name of Joe, by any chance? Yes. It's it's certainly been interesting, hasn't
1: it? I mean, it has been interesting. It has been one of many quite sort of newsworthy events that have happened over the course of the last week. We'll get to some of the other ones later, but I think with this one, basically some guy, some drug dealer who's in jail, accused Roman Reigns of being one of his customers. And there's been people saying recently, like, I personally didn't really believe it. I think it's just quite random that it happened. Roman's come out and said, I've never even met this guy. I learned my lesson af- two years ago when I got done for the Adderall stuff. I just mm-hmm. don't see it being an issue. I think it's just a random news story to, I don't know. What do you think about it?
0: Um we were going to discuss this uh, and also we had one of our followers on Twitter and a guy who listens to the show ask us if we can talk about it on on the podcast um, so I just want to give him a quick shout out um, is, I believe he's also a fellow Scot as well so he goes by the name of Sad Boy, and it's B-O-I on Twitter and his Twitter handle is Final16Sean which is S-H-A-U-N so I want to give him a quick shout out and um, I think you you nailed it in the head. Your first couple of words, in your first sentence was, "A convicted drug dealer." <laughs> like when I when I first saw the headline, I, like I was like, "Cause you know I'm in, I'm a massive Roman Reigns mark, along with John Ross." He's probably my top five in the company, like in terms of favorite guys that I like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Without a doubt. Um, so when I saw the headline, like. Literally, my heart sank, and I was like, "You have got to fucking, you've got to be kidding! What, you've done it again?" So once you once you actually go into it, and I, I've listened to the to the interview he was doing with that uh, YouTuber or filmmaker on YouTube, whatever he whatever he his profession is. So I'm listening to it, and I think you just, I think, like I say, you nailed it right in the head. Like this is a convicted drug dealer who who who. Earlier on in 2017, uh, came to like, a plea plea agreement in court, a plea bargain. So, why why would I take his word, again, a convicted drug dealer, as well as dealing with illegal? Um, I think he was doing like illegal shipping and etcetera. Come, goods come from China, something handling stolen goods, etc. So, why would I believe his word over? someone who, obviously, we don't know Roman Reigns personally obviously, but someone who does the Make-A-Wish campaign, a guy who probably does other charity work that we don't know about and probably won't ever know about because that's his own personal business and a guy who we're led to believe is just a general good guy why would I take the drug dealer side on this? Why, why would I believe him? <laughs> um, I know a lot of people are going to say well, Roman's got history, like you said it was Adderall done. That done you take that to mainly treat as ADHD
1: yep that's, that's what I was going to bring up as well the thing that you get pulled for last time was the Adderall that's not that's fun, not
0: even a fucking drug like
1: it's a medicine
0: sorry it is but that's not like come on like over the counter stuff um, so that's my view on it is a it is completely not our hashtag fake news <laughs> Um, I, I, like I say I'm not too concerned about it, but at the same time, I think if you if you flip it on the other side, if you if you think about it, like what 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 if Roman did know this guy? So my immediate my reaction to that would be that no offence to Roman Reigns, but he could have named John Cena, who is the biggest name in wrestling. Again, no offence to Roman Reigns, but if you wanted to, if you really wanted to grab people's attention. You oh. really want people to be like, oh, wow, look, he he must have been working with some real big-time
1: guys. You mean the you would name? I thought, you sorry, meant, I thought you meant Roman Reigns could have named John Cena. <laughs>
0: no, sorry, sorry no, a drug dealer. All right. Yeah, he's in jail. So he could have turned around and said, oh, no, I have a good connection with John Cena. John Cena takes drugs, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that might have seemed unrealistic because I don't think anyone's ever questioned Cena ever taking drugs or anything like that. Um, but then, in another sense, you could be like, "Well, why would you just name Roman Reigns? Not everybody's going to know who he is outside of wrestling." So you could have therefore targeted like bigger names in American sports rather than Roman Reigns. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so maybe there could be some sort of truth to it, a little bit of validity to it. So
1: because it's such a random pool, exactly, exactly.
0: But maybe he's thinking that of oh, well the guys from the Miami area, and he might he's had quote unquote issues in the past, and he's named Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's also a pretty fucking big deal as well. And I don't know who the other actor is that he named. I've not heard of him. What was the name? Um, can't remember now. <laughs> That's how irrelevant it, it is to me. <clears throat> so I guess, you, and that on and the flip side, you look at that, though, like, why would you just name Moan Reid? Surely you can come up with someone bigger than that. So it just it sort of makes you think, but I think when you, when you sit and just weigh it all up, I think it ultimately, to me, it comes down to... Me personally, it comes down to do I take the side of a guy who does charity work and seems to be like a good guy, or do I take the side of a convicted drug dealer? Peace but post. I will say... Sorry, sorry, I will say this one final thing. If, if, by some chance, it's true, yeah, people say that he's going to serve you 60 days and then he'll come back, just don't be surprised if they just sort of sweep this under the carpet, because... They've got a history of catering to the, the top guys. They've got a history of doing sort of the WWE I'm talking about. They've got a history of doing whatever they want. At the end of the day, who's going to, be able to hold that company eh, liable for a failed drug test?
1: Have they... And, do they cater to the top guys, though, because...
0: I mean, come on. Like Again, I don't want to accuse people of being on steroids written, right? <coughs> Gender. But... Uh, that's where I'm going, like, he shows signs, classic signs, of someone who's being, who's on steroids, and abusing it, with the back acne, and the sort of like, the, the man boobs, and just, like, the veins bulging out, like, sure, some people might think, that physique, is naturally attainable, but, I don't, I don't think so, in that short space of time, um, so, and, that gender was a champ, and they were pushing him, because they wanted to break the Indian market. Now, it's not going to look very good if the guy they're pushing turns out he's popping steroids. Go back further back. Triple H just was out of action, and then one day came back, and he was the, he was the size of Jay Cutler. And for anyone who doesn't know Jay Cutler, is a pro bodybuilder, who, and he was huge. The, the owner of the company <laughs> <laughs> takes, well, did, probably does, still does. Again, I don't want to accuse anyone, Took steroids, clearly. So they've got history, and I think when also when it comes down to the when they've got also got their own agenda, and we might touch on this later, no doubt. But the page had their issues with people because she wanted to get surgery, and they never let her. And they told her not to. Turns out she needed it, and she got it. There could be an agenda with the Daniel Bryan thing as well. So they'll do what they want as they want. So, but it will be interesting if it turns out to be true what they actually do and how it. It will obviously affect WrestleMania, but we'll touch on this again later on. I would right now change the main event at Mania, but we'll touch on that later on. And it's got nothing to do with this whole steroid scandal. But let's like say is when it just comes down to it, who do I believe? The guy who does good charity work and seems to be a decent guy, let's like say, or the convicted drug dealer? Like, and that's what's baffling me is that everyone just seems to be like Roman took steroids. Up who? Like, look at the source who's telling you this. Why on earth are you taking the word of a convicted drug dealer who'll probably say anything to get his sentence uh, sentence cut?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know, there's some people out there who want Roman to have failed because they just don't like Roman and they, that's their agenda, but at the same time like you just need to think properly like you're taking the word of a convicted drug dealer for crime. I, yeah.
1: I mean I've you know you know I've been a detractor of Roman for quite some time, but I just don't see this being true, the it's just why would they see the whole thing with them doing Adderall, again that wasn't steroids. It's just they've popped him before and I don't know I don't know about the whole argument of whether they keep things they sweep things under the rug because on one hand you've got Jinder who's clearly up to something and on the other Roman was suspended immediately. They they're not they're not shy WWE, like they'll put things on their website straight away saying such and such has been suspended for violating the wellness policy um, as far as I'm aware they're up front about it but then again, you've got the whole thing with Brock Lesnar being suspended from UFC, yet he was still able to wrestle for the and, and
0: that's, that's what's crazy, how can you test positive right and I think it was Usada. Um I think it was. It was one of the top sort of in, in American doping agencies that deal with UFC, would deal with the boxing, etc. I don't know if it was just sad or it was bad. I can't remember which one. But either way, this guy gets done for UFC, gets suspended for a year because he had HGH or whatever he had in his system. But yet your your wellness policy testing didn't pick it up all oh, wait, because you didn't test them. That's right, because it was part-time, so you don't need to test them. So there, that's and so. If the you that people think they cover things up, there's example A right there, and I think the thing with the Roman one was I think maybe because it was a first violation, or maybe they sort of knew it was where where he was, what he took. He was a champ, but they still. I know, but I think at the time they knew what he took, but they sort of had to look like we've got to sort of take action here. Um, but let's say. It's, also classic case and like i say it's never going to be, it's not been proven and it might never be but the signs of gender of taking steroids and again i really don't like accusing folk i don't know but there's signs that suggest that he is maybe he's not and if he isn't then i apologize obviously doesn't listen to podcasts but hey when i hold my hands up i don't like i say i don't want to accuse people of taking steroids i don't know but when you look at people there's signs and i saw people saying things like oh look at roman's physique he's not even that big that's true Roman's physique for me is naturally attainable.
1: Mm-hmm. It's natural, but, yeah.
0: But if I, if I just suddenly jag up and take a few pills, I, I'm not all of a sudden overnight going to be massive. Like the whole idea of steroids is that if you take something, you're going to become absolutely huge. Steroids just allow you to prolong your workout and, more importantly, allow you to recover that little bit quicker. So it doesn't necessarily mean you can start all of a sudden start busting out bigger weights, which naturally you probably will because you're able to go longer and, and recover uh, quicker. But it, like I say, it just allows you to prolong your your workout. So you might not even be doing heavy lifting; you can just stick to light weights, but you can keep going. And then the next day you come back in and you can go again. So the, the, you don't need to. Be, if you pop pills, you don't. Like I say, you don't need to be the size of J Cutler, and you can just mm-hmm. Google J Cutler and you'll see the size of them.
1: The the Anuai family are notoriously chunky anyway they've all got a mm-hmm. bit of beef about them
0: and, and Roman Roman was a big guy as well
1: like, you could argue he still is and he just hides it under his vest
0: mm-hmm. well no I think, I think remember when
1: did someone not
0: rip his vest off was it was it Seth I and, and I know I thought people said always oh, he got a little bit of beef on him but he didn't look that bad But like, I know like 90% of the population out there wouldn't mind looking like Roman Reigns <laughs>
1: I, also. I can't really argue with that so no no while um, Anouai Roman whatever his real name is the, the other Samoan <laughs> Joe is probably well behaved there is another Anowai family member who hasn't been well behaved and that is Jay Uso who was arrested for drinking with while intoxicated at the weekend and he was arrested, he was taken out the next day I saw the same day but that's not going to look good in the, probably the immediate future. So I would say that because they have people have been sort of punished on air, not punished on air. Like obviously saying you were drinking at the weekend, you're getting title taken off you. But I can see a title change happening at the Rumble now. If they had, if there were plans to change it, then fair enough. But I don't know. Maybe the Oshoes might get punished for it. Do you? Would you think about that one?
0: Yeah, um, just, sorry, before we quickly go into that, I just wanted to clarify to everyone, so me and Clive are in the, are in the Roman side of the that, that we're not taking the, the word of a convicted drug dealer. Fake news. So, yep, fake news indeed. Um, so, J.O., so he was done with a DUI, driving under influence, I think, in American terms, that can basically mean anything, can't it? It can be drugs or it can be alcohol. Because over here, it's just drink driving.
1: Well, it was, um, it was technically it was intoxicated, but does that cover everything as well?
0: I'm not entirely sure. Hopefully one of the guys on social support can clear that up for us. Um, Shout out to social support.
1: Maybe,
0: maybe, uh, maybe, maybe it was drink, but either way, it's definitely not a good look at all. At all. Um, you, you might maybe wonder, was the beatdown sort of, uh, of consequences because of what took place? Maybe not. You'll find out properly at Rumble. Um, I hope, I hope they don't lose the title. But if they will lose the title, then at least they're losing to a, to a team that is worthy of having the tag titles. I would, I
1: would agree with that. I would rather that was one of the big payoff matches at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. where the mm-hmm. the babyface triumphs. <coughs> uh,
0: it's it's just not a good look. It really isn't. And to be honest, I'd be quite surprised if they retain the title at the Rumble now. Before, I probably would have picked them, but now I could maybe see a case of we're just not going to give you the title for a few months, or he's not going to be in the scene for a few months. Um, who knows? It might even it might be a case of they might even like write him off at the Rumble just from an injury angle and suspend him for a few weeks or whatever. Ah, um, uh, it's just, it's just not a good look at all. Like you've got to be smarter than that, but.
1: Especially as, um, as a public figure.
0: Exactly, and you've got so much to lose. So much to lose, and I can understand it. My, 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 I, I've never done it, neither of you. Um,
1: I don't drive.
0: <laughs> I don't understand why you would do it, but I guess you're not uh, in control of yourself at that point, but I'm not trying to justify what he's done or anything. just trying to figure out in his head why he would do something like that, but when you've got so much to lose... um. Like I said, I'd be I'd be really really surprised if they don't now lose the titles at the Rumble,
1: which is a shame.
0: It is a shame because to be honest, like I understand that we're all high on a new day recently, as well as a bar and Seth and Am- eh, Ambrose, and now Seth and Jason Jordan. But in my opinion, in the last eighteen months, and I think you'll probably agree, the best tag team in the WWE has been the Usos. Um, From just everything from promos to the actual in-ring work, Um, so it's 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 a blow. It's it's but let's say you just you can't make that mistake like that. That's foolishness.
1: Well, hopefully the punishment did come in the form of that beatdown on SmackDown, and that's the end of it. And they can just continue with the program that they had planned in the first place. If that plan was to lose the titles at the Rumble, fair enough. But if it wasn't, then keep the belts on them because they (laughs) they have revitalised the tag team division on Smackdown for sure mm-hmm. so moving on the the injury ward in the medical facility as WWE like to call it is chock-a-block at the moment you've got so many injuries I've just re- realised recently that Kevin Owens is injured as well and that's why he wasn't wrestling on Smackdown did you know that?
0: yeah I think it was was a, I think we were texting one another quite recently. Again, just going by the reports, I don't think it's too serious. It might just be niggles. I'm not entirely sure. The report was quite vague, so uh, I'm hoping it's not serious. All
1: right. I think it's back issues. Pro- probably. But as well as Kevin Owens, you've got Jason Jordan, who by all accounts was on Raw last, this week. He was involved in an angle, but he wasn't actually doing too much physicality so jury's still out in that one Jason Jordan was not wrestling at the weekend if that is the case and they have to change plans then you have heard me on this podcast for the last good few weeks now sing that guy's praises I'll be gutted, I'll be raging in fact if he is injured
0: well oh, we're really disappointed actually because to be honest we'll miss out A, we'll miss out potential on a tag title match at the Rumble And then B, depending on the severity of his injury, we're going to miss out a little bit of his, a little chunk of his career. But maybe in the short term, we might miss out on a great match between him and Seth.
1: We're missing out on the conclusion of a good angle, in my opinion.
0: Definitely, like I say. If you just sort of go back a few months, we were all like Jason Jordan's cut angle son, like what like what are you thinking like this is like because it was such a build to that moment everyone was so excited and it just felt so anticlimactic <laughs> it
1: just felt so random it,
0: it really did and it just didn't make any sense it was just right okay um but each week as each week goes past you like you've just saw more and more character character development more just making the audience sort of care that little bit more
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and I think we're all just sort of waiting for that eventual heel turn and when it does he's going to get he is going to get real dogs abuse um, <laughs> real heat and for our for our American listeners I don't understand what dogs abuse means it's just like people shouting all sorts of like profanity at you and just really cursing you out basically so it's it's a shame but like, I don't we shouldn't really speculate at the moment just we don't actually really know the severity of that injury either I um, but let's say we are missing out on a real, a real good angle and a real good, a real important moment. I think in his early career, because the, when the heel turn takes place, I think that's going to elevate him really, really highly. Like almost the way, and not not almost the way it did for the Rock, but not in the sense that he's going to like he's going to elevate that high, but just in the sense of how. The Rockman is a smiling baby face, and everyone hated him. And then he turned heel, and then all of a sudden, people started to like him, and like to start like his work. So in that sense, it's similar. It's similar, but obviously, it says he's not going to, unlikely going to achieve what the Rock achieved. But not just in a sense, how they both have, how they both started their careers off.
1: Right, it's different days now. The mm-hmm. the Rock scenario that will probably never be repeated again, but. Because it's all diluted these days. You've got a lesser audience, lesser appeal overall. So if that's going to, if it does happen for the hardcore fans like you and me, then it will be an excellent moment. But I just hope that it's not too serious. His injury. The there is another very serious injury though, and it's quite a devastating news for Paige, who apparently has had to has been told to retire based on. Um, based on what her personal... See, this is where I'm getting all confused. Is it a personal doctor that basically said not to the, not to wrestle again? And the WWE doctor said, aye, that's fine?
0: I think it was she was on Lillian Garcia's um, podcast and what basically she said she was advised to stop wrestling. I don't think she was ever told a flat no, never wrestle again. I think she was just advised to do it. Because some people might not know. She's twenty five years old, right? And but she's been wrestling. She was thirteen years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just imagine that, like a thirteen year old girl, and that's what she was—a girl. she
1: she's think,
0: out there taking bumps.
1: Aye, she's filling up her bump card before her body's properly matured. That's not good. Gonna...
0: And uh, that's if uh, thirteen years old, nobody's body's matured, and you're out there flying around taking these horrific bumps, and so she was advised not to. But she was then apparently cleared by the WWE doctors. Um, so, and like us say it goes back to when she kept saying she needed next surgery. She she was she was having issues and the WWE doctors. In the WWE, kept saying we can't find it. There was nothing wrong. And that's where they were sort of bumping heads. And I think she went, did. She, I think she did eventually go get the next surgery on her own, didn't she? Uh
1: huh.
0: Should and that caused a little bit of heat. So she needed it and i'm all for like modern medicine it's amazing like all these things you can get and doctors can diagnose these things you can all these scans but see at the end of the day nobody knows your body better than yourself you know what your pain threshold is you know where your aches and pains are you know maybe you don't know the severity of the problem but you know exactly where it is and what you can and can't do and what your body's capable of and how long you can keep going. And to me, her body was telling her she was starting to break down. She wanted the surgery and they said no. And that's when she went out and just done it on her own. And fair play to her because, like I say, is all these other doctors and everyone can tell you just what the issues are. or oh, you do this and that and everyone will be fine. But if the treatment doesn't work... You've got to go. You've got to eventually Listen to the patient because, like I say, it's your body and you know what the pain is like. No one else knows that. So, it's it's, it's a damn shame. It's a damn damn shame. And see, to be honest, you know, you got all these idiots out there saying wrestling's fake. I
1: go first of you. all.
0: First of all, it's not fake. You tell you tell a twenty five year old girl, twenty five year old female, right, twenty five years old. She's younger than us. That your career that you love that you love is now over and then you tell her that it's a fake sport that it's a fake exactly. event wrestling wrestling we don't watch wrestling because it uh, because we're it to a UFC or boxing we watch wrestling because it's it's a show it's 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 like ballet it, it's entertainment
1: it's a soap opera with choreographed violence basically uh, That's,
0: yeah perfect in like i say just going back to pay it is a damn damn shame, but the WWE need to I think they look at themselves as well because they handled that situation and her injury problems, they handled that badly and bring their back, they must have handled that badly as well, you've got to listen to a personal doctor and you've got to be that little bit more patient with her Do
1: you know what's baffling about it all? This is the exact opposite scenario with Daniel Bryan oh, it just doesn't make any sense how Her personal doctor says don't wrestle, WWE say yes, and then she has uh, a kick that's an innocuous one to the back of the head, like the back of the shoulder area, and it's done her in. And then Daniel Bryan, WWE doctors are saying no, his personal doctors are saying yes, it's the complete opposite, and it's just confusing. I don't want to bring up the Daniel Bryan scenario again, because that's been argued to death on many formats. Out with the podcast and social media and stuff like that. So, but see, what I wanted to bring up with this, with the whole page thing, as well as the physical damage it's done, that's going to do a lot of emotional and mental damage for her because she just came back roundabouts the time of a monumental announcement from WWE going forward that they're going to have a Women's Royal Rumble, which you would imagine would be a, an annual tradition from now on. Mm-hmm. She would have been part of history and she's not going to be able to now which must be devastating because she was the the bridge between the Divas and the women's wrestlers which they've now become she was pivotal in that transition and she was one of the first like anti-Divas so like because the Divas had a bad rap basically probably because of the whole Divas thing and the brand panties matches and all that shit now you've got some serious wrestling on the go uh, and she's back involved in the mix, but then it's taken away from her. It's it's quite heartbreaking for her when you think about it like that.
0: It is. Um, and just sort of go back, AJ Lee was also was the main, I think, person in bridging that sort of getting rid of the divas and bringing in yeah, that the quote-unquote the women, the women's resolution. And then Paige sort of... Paige, took over and sort of helped push it as well so they two, they two played a massive part in it so it's just it's really really it's absolutely it's it's terrible for her and I know you, you're sort of liking it to the Brian, Daniel Bryan situation and it's true like you're you're potentially holding this guy back for whatever reasons you've got but you'll happily bring in someone else with the neck injury which could potentially paralyze her um like, this neck neck injury is not to be fucked around with. Like, that's the fragile part of your body. Like, so many, like, it's linked to so many different areas of your um, body. It's like the whole nervous system, etc. It's like, 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 it says, if you do serious damage to your neck, it can paralyse you. I think, and I think Sasha Banks got quite a, like, a lot of people are sort of getting her criticism, but a lot of people are also defending her. From what I've read, the spot they'd done with Paige had her back to her and Sasha kicked her and she falls flat down. Apparently they had done that in several different live events oh, building up they? to that one. Had
1: they, I, right, I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> I read that report a couple of places on Twitter. And on top of that, right, so an counter argument to that is that she just had neck surgery. Maybe maybe not do that to her, but at the same time, where she kicked her sort of like the upper back is like apparently it's one of the safest places to do that sort of kind of spot. So I think it's it's unfair is it reckless and from Sasha I don't think so because no. they've done this bot, but maybe 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 you didn't need to do it because she's still working her way back. It's maybe not. you could have just like like chop blocked her or whatever and took her down. Um, but I will say if people who haven't watched that video the videos all over Twitter, all over YouTube, all over mainstream media, it is it's really distressing to watch. Uh, because you see initially and you sort of think oh well she's selling and then she's sort of stumbling oh, it's, it's a bit too much selling and then you see her standing up and then almost instantly you just see her legs literally give out on her mm-hmm. and the ref puts up the X signal and it was it was quite terrifying like I say it's, it's really heartbreaking for her and no matter what she wants to think people say oh she might end up coming back she will not wrestle for WWE again not wow. a chance in hell the
1: It wasn't reckless from Sasha It was not Sasha's fault And anyone who thinks otherwise can go and have a word with themselves As far as I'm concerned Because that could have happened Paige could have had that received to her By anyone in the roster Could have been anyone that did an innocuous drop kick to the back It could have been an Irish whip Where her head got snapped off Like when she was hitting the ropes It could have been anything So the Sasha Banks haters can hate themselves You heard it here (laughs)
0: <laughs> and and that's it. Like it can, it adds to that it's that old saying that like you know they, they literally do rest their lives and their careers, and like a over something that looks like such a, a simple spot, simple thing to execute. It doesn't seem to have that much um, risk to it, and it shows. It's just ended. It's ended some poor female's career. So. It just was. It really is. It's a risky, risky, risky business. And let's like say for anyone who thinks it's fake, just go look at her. Go look at Paige. Exactly. And you'll realise it's not fake.
1: Now, we'll move on to some different kind of news. There uh, have been lots of people going to the performance centre at NXT the last week or so. A few notable ones. You've got Ricochet, Candice LeRae, War Machine. They're all at the performance centre. There've been tweets going out about it. It can be, it is quite exciting, but the other ones yeah, Bobby they haven't actually been signed to anything so it's just to say that Bobby Lashley and Ethan Carter 3rd EC3 and Derek Bateman under the WWE name, they've left TNA I've, I didn't really follow any either of their work in TNA but I'm sure you'd be quite happy if EC3 came to WWE
0: More than happy, you know I've you probably do remember that I've, I've spoke quite highly of him. I that I wish he would come back. There was two guys from TNA slash Impact, Global Force Wrestling, whatever you want to call them, that I felt WWE, no matter what, need to get them. This was post AJ, Smojo, etc. EC3 was one. I was like, get, if they could get him back, I'd be excellent. I'm a massive fan of EC3. I think he's really, really, really good in the ring. And the other one, Magnus. Where is he I now? don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. He was he signed, he signed with Jeff Jarrett's company. I don't know where he's going now. I don't know if he just sort of like, is he? At, um, I don't. He's not in Impact. I don't even think he's in Ring of Honor. Maybe he's, he's in. Um,
1: he's probably in a few of the English promotions actually. Because he, he
0: might be. He might be involved. I don't know.
1: Rev Pro or something like that. But if, <laughs> um, if anyone knows where Magnus is, please tweet us at Ricky and Clive.
0: Please do. And like, when when Mickey James got signed, I was like, right. Even, I, that's not always going, always going to happen or oh, the wife's side so now we need to sign the husband but I just thought they might end up signing Magnus now and I thought I thought, I think this missed out because I, I really really liked him every single time I saw him I was like you're excellent and it really reminded me of um, I really wanted someone to remind me I really wanted to bring him in and they could pair him up with uh, Stu Barrett King Barrett Bad News Barrett whatever and have some sort of stable like a European sort of type stable, I like think a UK type stable. So I, I'm sort of going off, but Magnus, I would love to see Magnus in W, um, But EC3, I think the big question is, does he go to NXT? Or is he a big enough name for everyone out there where he comes straight onto the main roster? Because yeah. who, I, I can only think of two guys that have come in, and it was AJ, and the other one were Gallows and Anderson, and that was
1: quite surprising, that Gallows and Anderson came straight to the main roster. Mike Bennett as well, but that's, um, he had some substance abuse issues, didn't he? But, Did, I, thought he was, I
0: thought he was
1: in NXT for a bit, no? No, I don't think so, no. but that was a strange that? one, that was a very strange one that he just came up, mm-hmm. but again, so I didn't watch TNA, like, if- so I don't really know if it was a good acquisition or not.
0: EC it's a great, great acquisition. Great mm. to have him back. Um Bobby Lashley. I same with say yourself, I haven't saw much of him since his time and impact and if, to be fair, and I won't criticise him too much, from what I've read in Rebed reports, like a lot of people were high on him. I just wasn't keen on him when he was when he was in the WWE for his first time round.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um so now I don't really care. Um and I think the big thing he's obviously coming to the main roster. I think it's question marks for EC3 and it's question marks when do they uh, debut. So obviously, um, Caleb uh, sent into the group saying that he cancelled an an indie event on January 28th, which so happens to be Royal Rumble date. So who knows, maybe he's going to come up then. No idea.
1: Well, can I say something about this? EC3, as I say, I've not seen much of them. And you've got all these people that actually are signed Ricochet. That's that is something else because what I've seen of him is quite astounding. Candles the They're making an effort to bolster the women's division on both NXT and the main roster. So good for her.
0: That's that's Gorgano's wife, isn't it?
1: That is, so right.
0: Okay. And just one more thing. Sorry, John Ross is buzzing about Ricochet, and he's wanted in WWE for so long now. So he will be
1: absolutely delighted about that. Oh, he's he's amazing. Uh, mm. yes. Another team that I was first introduced to at Wrestle Kingdom was War Machine. I was they were they had a sort of cameo part in the the gauntlet match that they were in, but I did enjoy what I saw, so I'm quite happy to see them. Mm-hmm. Right, but you've got rumours about EC3 and Lashley, so I know they don't listen. Vince, Triple H, Regal, stop, stop right now! You're bringing in all these indie darlings, right? But at the same time, you've got people struggling on NXT to make a name for themselves, all the developmental people who will be stuck. I mean, his gimmick might be stopping it, but no way Jose is going to be in NXT for the rest of his life if he's not got a chance to elevate himself. You've got people in 205 Live that haven't got a chance in hell of getting anywhere near the main event scene. You've got a lot of people in Raw and SmackDown that have got nowhere near the chance of elevating themselves up the main card. Be- partly because it's taken up by part-timers and stuff like that but you need to calm down with bringing in all these independent sensations you're clogging the roster, all the rosters are clogged to the point where it's just going to burst and there's going to be you. if you're going to bring people in be ruthless with the people that you don't have faith in let them go, let the likes of Apollo Crews go or Kurt Hawkins and all those folk sorry guys for picking on you You need to just stop all the acquisitions and just have a look at your roster first before you do bring any more signings in. With the possibility of the likes of Ricochet being an absolute beast in NXT and then coming up to fucking 205 Live. Do you know what I mean? Look at Atami, he's dead already in 205 Live. You
0: do realise that's where because is going to probably end up.
1: I know, it's <laughs> probably going to happen. They'll call him fucking King Panther or something like that.
0: Um I, 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 I somewhat agree with you.
1: I know that getting these names in is really good.
0: And. Just, I think you're going to really like EC3 though. I think you are. Like, Remember I think a uh, it's just a rumour, just a rumour. Just correct me if I'm wrong, but you weren't a massive Bobby Roode fan when he first came in, were you?
1: In NXT? hmm. Oh, why?
0: Right, sorry, because I, I remember me and you had this conversation. I was like, he just reminds me, because he does things a little bit slower. He's more technically he reminds me of like Randy Orton, like throwback to some older guys, as opposed to sort of like everyone's done at 100 miles per hour, like a lot of guys these days. Bob, so I think.
1: Bobby Roode's very polished. Yeah. I really enjoyed Bobby Roode.
0: Yeah, he's excellent but EC3 is in the same sort of mould, I think you'll like him but I do agree, I think I think they probably just look at it and say X, Y and Z are available, let's get them, snap them up before they sign a multi-year deal at Ring of Honor or they go to New Japan or they go to TNA or they just decide to sort of bounce around different places so I think that may be their mentality as well, is that, like some guys are come, becoming available We've just basically got to get them in, get them tied to a contract and get them in here, get them in their door, just so they can't go anywhere else.
1: Some of them are though, because you've got Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate doing a lot of different UK promotion stuff. You've got Apollo Crews and Only Lawson from NXT did an independent date over the Christmas and New Year period. So they are letting some folk go, so maybe they're just making sure that they're main... <laughs> Body of work is with WWE, but they're allowed to sort of go and play in a, a different part.
0: Maybe, maybe. But and a quick question for you: When was the last real homegrown sort of talent they produced? that's on the main roster and, and sort of doing big things.
1: Who WWE? Yeah, homegrown talent. Mm-hmm. See, right now you have stumped me.
0: Uh, that's that's the problem.
1: Roman Reigns.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, I think you, you yeah. would probably say KO. Well, and, I know, and,
1: but he was. And massive. when I
0: mean, I mean, I know he. I mean, um, Sammy Roman.
1: were
0: huge in Ring of Honor, etc. But, I, so maybe I suppose that's to a lesser extent, But it might be Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, etc. Because I. Th- because
1: they were there, at, um, the start the, they they been there at the very while. start. I can't
0: now. I can't remember
1: the Florida based uh,
0: promotion they were running again. FCW. Yes. So, and then to a lesser extent, Sammy and K.O. Um, well, I don't. I don't know if I I agree
1: with that one because they were a massive in PWG. CC. That's
0: what I'm saying. CCW. That's what I'm saying. So, like Ring of Honor, etc. So, to a much lesser extent, like they were known before they came into um, NXT and stuff like that. But recently, like. You look, people who've come through NXT, and if you look at people who, who who have been the champions, for instance, so you would go and say, right, well, Finn Balor, he was massive. Prince Devitt in New Japan. Bobby Roode, he was huge in TNA. Naka was huge in uh, New Japan before he came over. And the list sort of goes on. You, you can't look at their current champions. You look at somebody like AJ. AJ made his name in a couple of different other places. So, same with Samoa Joe. So you, that's where I think they're losing it like, I think there's a couple of people they've got on NXT, Velveteen Dream and Alistair Black, specifically I really, really, really like those two
1: By the way, so, Velveteen Dream versus Velveteen, Johnny Gargano, and Gargano next week, my yep. lord
0: so, I know, it's going to be great, so that's what I'm saying Like, they haven't produced someone who they've brought in from like this young age or they've moulded into what they want them to be but more so recently, in the last sort of two or three years, it's always just been right. Well, like you said, let's see what indie talent, quote unquote, indie talents are available, or what the best talent around. Let's swoop them up instead of looking to bring in the younger, like, younger ones and mould them and produce them yourself. And it's a fine for way. a while it's I understand. Yeah. I know you've got you've got to basically do both. But right now, it seems like they're just they are just wanting to solely focus on some of the hottest talents in the indie the scene and just try and snap them and bring them in. And like you said, it just clogs all the rosters, all three of them, or four if you want to include the women's. But they need to sort of they're beefing it up, as you say, especially on NXT. So I just think, like you, said, it, it, like you said, if you focus on your main rosters right now and give people an actual role and, and good storylines, and then and then take it from there, or like you said, just let them go, or maybe even let them go back down to NXT. But you know I, I agree with you.
1: I'm I do a, agree with no, you, but... Well, I'm a hypocrite because AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, they are some of my favourites. But I think there comes a point where you just have to say, right, OK, we've filled up the pen, let's count the sheep before we start mm-hmm. bringing in new ones. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: No, I, I do agree with you there. Um, but just going back, you've got Gargano and Phil Team Dream. Tomasa Champ is coming back very soon as well. Oh
1: you know what's happening, don't you? Oh
0: <laughs> Did you see the did you see the tweet? <laughs> no. It was it was um it was WWE or it was the NXT one someone Congratulations, we've now signed Candace, right? So it was her photo and stuff like that. <laughs> he tweeted, like, screenshotted it or like um quoted the tweet and, and replied to her saying, um welcome Candice or something. It was just like and then everyone below it was like, Don't you dare, don't you dare, we know what you're thinking. <laughs> uh, like you like you broke our hearts once, don't you dare do anything so um so uh, he's coming back soon, which is rather exciting.
1: See although it's kinda predictable I don't care if Gargano I'd rather Gargano won the title at takeover. And then Champa comes down and lays waste to him. Instead of during the match. Well, I don't know. It could work either way because they're they're going to have a mighty blood feud when they're both fit and ready to go. That's a I think that's get the takeover in Brooklyn. That's their sort of WrestleMania. If they if they can hold off till then for the blood feud, then maybe then it can be for the title. Mm, mm.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I can see it going either way, but I think most likely he'll cost him the title, Probably. and then at WrestleMania time, it may be Alistair Black. Yeah. And then after that, I think maybe building towards Summerslam time, you would hope it, you're going to start to maybe see um, Adam Cole um, making a push towards it and potential winning it as well.
1: Uh, I'm not feeling Adam Cole. I'll be honest. Oh with really? You no, know, I, I think uh, Fish and O'Reilly are amazing, but not Adam Cole.
0: No, as a trio, I think they're really, really good.
1: I think as a talking, of of these...
0: some I think they've got. I don't know. I, I like. I think they've got sort of a little bit of an aura about them. But Alistair Black, I think, will win it like in the first half of the twenty eighteen. And then after that, I don't know what will happen with him, but he's he's excellent as well. Yes. I think I think Vince will like
1: him. Hopefully,
0: and I'm not saying bring him up right now, you know. But I think Vince will like him. I think Vince will take a liking to him.
1: Aye, I have warmed to him immensely recently, and that might be due to Velveteen Dream. But mm. I, I was wasn't feeling uh, Alistair Black for quite some time, but see now he's top notch. There was a fatal four way match for the number one contendership. And Gargano was doing his sort of spear through the ropes thing. Mm-hmm. And Alistair Black just levelled him right in the face with a knee during that spear. <laughs> it was sickening. It was a bruh moment. <laughs> oh, bruh.
0: <He>
1: it <laughs> just doesn't sound as good when we say it, does it? Nah,
0: because we, we sound terrible. It's our it's, it's, it's accent. Uh-huh. That's what it is. It's our accent
1: bro, but then we just sound like Zack Ryder Right, we'll need to move on I Anyway, let's continue So you'd mentioned, we'll do a wee bit of recap now for you from the TV on offer, you'd mentioned Bobby Roode earlier, this was really the only thing of note on Smackdown this week which had four matches on the apparent land of opportunity and two of those four matches had Jinder Mahal fighting in them all hail gender. Oh Jesus. All hail King Gender.
0: All hail gender.
1: Would you listen to yourself? What? <laughs> um so Bobby Roode is a US champ and it's on a it's on a good waist physically and um figuratively. Looking what do you think's gonna happen with that? Do you think Ziggler will come back?
0: Yeah. Um I was kinda surprised. So was I. But uh, very surprised. I was expecting the final to take place at the Rumble, and then Ziggler to potentially come back later on. He might still. He might still. I hope he doesn't turn up next week, though. No, it just feels it feels a too soon, and b the match itself will just seem too rushed. So,
1: or maybe ah. they're just not going to have a US title match at the Rumble, or a IC title match at the Rumble, which gives a lot more room for the two mm-hmm. Rumble matches and the tag title matches?
0: I think I think if they don't, I think what you're going to get is Bobby Roode in there and I think Ziggler's music might hit then and he'll come down and you'll have that sort of confrontation between them two and maybe Ziggler is the one that eliminates Roode.
1: That's a good, that's some good fantasy book in there. Okay.
0: And then, thank you, and then on Smackdown, like two nights later, you'll have them sort of like, I'm back and I want my title, I never lost it. Though The only thing I would caution though is, I don't know if that's still too soon to bring him back because I like in this situation too, when CM Punk, quote unquote, left with the title. They brought him back like two or three weeks later in front of a dead crowd in Vegas. I think it was. Came out with his new music. That to me at the time just seemed like you could have dragged this out just for a few more weeks. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think he will be back like quite soon. Uh, the the U.S. title match now. I think it might still happen because how are you going to fill that pre-show as well, unless you just do interviews and sort of the nonsense that we do as well. Um, but yeah, going back to Bobby Roode, very happy he's got it. I would hope he continues. Uh, he continues to keep it. His reign continues for a little bit longer. Uh, so I more than anything, I was just really surprised it was done the match at Smackdown but a nice surprise so and to me I was never really it was never in any doubt in my mind who was going to win it I always felt it was just going to come down Roode versus Jinder in the final and I always felt Bobby Roode would get it and like I say now it's time to treat him like a star and hopefully turn him heel quite soon as well
1: yes that would be good you need to watch they're not too heel heavy though there is that um, concern.
0: Yeah, but I mean, what you could eventually do is you could have brought, you could potentially bring Ziggler back and you could sort of do like the double turn where you could have Bobby turn and and Ziggler come uh, as a face sort of thing.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know, you, but. Not, not even from a creative standpoint, from a character standpoint, Ziggler's done a lot of damage to his reputation. But, like on screen, I mean. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for fans to take to him again
0: maybe I mean you could always just come back saying yeah, I was not treated properly and you know I just I felt like I had to walk away from the re- re- business etc but I think you're come back as a heel but I, I think we need to slow it we need to now start transitioning Bobby Roode back into a heel because at NXT that
1: was amazing he
0: was you know like, the, the gimmick just fits a
1: heel that was a good time in the main event scene in NXT mm-hmm. I really like top notch stuff so congratulations but like he
0: says, like says, not four matches on SmackDown, um, no KO, no Sami, no AJ, but I think maybe that was, I think that might have been deliberate, obviously, with KO's uh, rumoured injury, but I think on top of that, it they might just wanted to highlight the US title in that uh, tournament.
1: Highlight the US title and prolong the, the feud. I mean, there's nothing wrong with... NXT did it lots of times when there was a long ongoing rivalry and there'd be one week where they would just have a video package like, mm-hmm. promoting it. So I don't I don't have an issue with that. But um, congratulations to Bobby Roode. Well done and we hope you keep it for a long time. Now, Indeed. So a lot happened. <laughs> this is a busy show tonight. A lot happened in Raw, but I think the most notable one, the curb stomp is back. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes indeed it's now called the black I, 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 I don't
0: care what they call it curb stomp that's fine right I can understand maybe why they didn't like the name
1: uh-huh.
0: don't care what you call it it's back the pedigree was fine for a while but not really that knee rainmaker thing he was always doing that was terrible
1: it just didn't work with him
0: uh, curb stomp is just it's beautiful It looks it looks brutal it sounds brutal
1: it can come out of nowhere
0: so it was just I never actually watched that match so I didn't actually read Lords of Pain or anything like that and it was just when you just saw Finn in that position you were like so if you go back and watch it like obviously now you know what's going to happen but it's when you, I was watching it on a train going to work and I saw Finn and I was like he's about to do the but at first I thought they were going to tease it I thought he was going to try and do it and Finn would move and then when I hit, it just lost my mind. It was, it was, it was absolutely <laughs> great. Because you've not seen it in a couple of years and you didn't think you'd ever see it again. It's like, right, excellent, this is back. And that's who he is, and that's just that's his finisher.
1: Is, that's him complete for me. Mm-hmm. Everything, like the redemption storyline with Triple H, the forgiveness and reuniting with his fellow brother and Dean Ambrose, that was all well and good. But the curb stomp, Seth Rollins is back, even though he's a babyface. hmm But,
0: okay. well, I, I, I think, as a babyface, he's good, but we both, we all agree, as a, as a heel, he's he could be your number one heel in the company, like he was, a few years I'm, back.
1: I'm becoming, I'm becoming of the opinion that he could actually be the number one babyface at the company. He's, like, top drawer babyface. See the crowd reaction? absolute genius. And what we and I
0: think, sorry, sorry, got you. when Ambrose comes back, and if Ambrose turns, there you go. There's you've potentially just got one of your biggest heels in the company, in Ambrose, right there. Because from day one, everyone says this guy's a heel. He is a heel, and he is. And and straight away, you would get safe, getting sympathy, getting getting this sort of everyone be like, oh, that's unfair, like blah blah blah. And it would shoot him up as well, so big things when Ambrose comes back.
1: Uh, I just, I mean, I'm not even looking that far ahead at the moment, I'm just really enjoying Seth's work at the moment. He's Pandering's not the right word, but um, he plays to the crowd, they scream their heads off when his music hits, he's got all the right taunts and stuff, and he's, I think it helps that he's been paired, paired off against like sort of natural antagonists in the bar people don't like okay. the bar, people don't like Jason Jordan, so they're facing them off against guys that people don't like, so that's another reason that they're edging and the sort of moral compass side of things towards Seth being a good guy, and I think he's just becoming for me, like, the the hero of the company at the moment mm-hmm. and for our story oh. like I know you've got AJ Styles who's like a hero just because he's amazing and all that but for storyline wise Seth's Top draw for me right now. But it did take Cross a
0: bit, CrossFit Jesus as a man
1: CrossFit Jesus. But it did take a bit of a a twist in the tail with Jordan showing some sort of slightly heelish tendencies in support of Seth when mm. he got involved in the match and tripped up Finn and Seth was like, "Oh, fine, I'll take that one, no problem." So do you think there's you think they're doing something else? A, a, a wee spanner in the works, perhaps?
0: No. I, are you implying that maybe they're going to turn them heel? I don't know no I think I think they're basically just gonna I think this is just the a, a continued slow turn of Jordan aye
1: Um.
0: And, and, and it begs the question as well is Finn Balor and the club are, are they faces like I know Finn is <laughs> I, like I, I suppose it doesn't really matter nowadays but still you know Um. but going back to Seth yep um it's, it's, it's been a delight to watch him these last few months. He's really really. It was from the moment, let's say, him and Ambrose got together, it was just like they were happy and they were like, right, let's do what we do, let's do what we're good at etc. And he's just he's been absolutely phenomenal. Let's say, I think I might have mentioned it before, or it was off here. I'm more than ready to watch Seth Rollins be the be the, the, the WWE uh, title, uh, WWE champion, Universal yeah. champion.
1: I think that if it was him, is this what you were going to suggest, was the change to the... No, no. Are you saving that?
0: It'll, it'll tie in with your next with the next segment.
1: Right, well, well, can I just touch on, before I get to the next segment, I am enjoying this stable wars that's going on at the moment, so you've got three three-piece teams, Barla Club, the Champions Club, and the Misturage there's a lot of back and forth between them and there's a shared universe aspect to it with a few different storylines going on at the same time, so that's good stuff, but we'll touch on that maybe another time, but I'm guessing you want me to talk about Braun Strowman? Yeah,
0: I want to hear what you're going to say about it because you mentioned a couple of days ago, so I'm looking forward to it.
1: Well, right, visually, aesthetically, what Braun Strowman is doing is fucking excellent. He's literally tearing arenas apart with his bare hands. Get these hands is now an official t shirt, guys. Fantastic. Yep, get
0: that get that
1: get that get these hands. And um he's laying waste to the beast incarnate, he's laying waste to the big red mare. The <laughs> 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 Oh shit, I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> he was tearing apart the VT trucks, canteens, everything. But see, there comes a point where you've got you've made him look so strong, so destructive. And as far as we're led to believe, he's not going to win the title at the Rumble. Even if it is Kane that eats the pin. What is the point in building him up like this if he's not going to be involved in a major program at WrestleMania? This happened last year. A big program with Roman Reigns. And then he was fucking put in the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. What? Why are they doing this? If it's not going to have a, a payoff that a lot of fans want to see. Um. Right, you ready for this? <laughs> are you ready
0: for this? It's it's more so for you and everyone else out there, right? So, folks, even you going to your work tomorrow, just rip the building apart, right? <laughs> Because what will happen is your boss will elevate you in, <laughs> in another role.
1: Right, you know, that's so, another thing, aye.
0: Right, so folks, make sure you do that, right? Well, me, me and Clive are going to do that tomorrow. Um, this part you won't like. I think they're using Braun and what they're doing right now to continue the storyline of Kurt Angle not being able to do his role as a GM properly, thus leading to Triple H versus Kurt
1: Angle. Do you know I have another reason why I think that as well, but you continue.
0: That's why I think they've done that, so now Cut's like, you're not in it, so he goes on a rampage, and Kurt goes, right, you can come back into it, you can come back into the match. Stephanie's inevitably going to come down at some point, saying starting berating him like she normally does, and then Kurt's going to retaliate eventually, and then it's going to be Cut versus Triple H at Mania, and I think this is, this is just a continuation of that story, and they've just used Braun in this storyline. To continue in that, enhance and build that other right. story,
1: because it was Stephanie that was on the phone. Because Cut Angle yep. can Cut Angle cannot get rid of his phone. Somebody should say to him, "Listen, pal, <laughs> you, you're in your place of work. Put down your fucking phone."
0: <laughs> By the way, did you see Kevin Dunn absolutely bolting out of the out of the
1: truck? Was that Kevin Dunn?
0: <laughs> All over the internet, <laughs> and I'm sure it was. Uh, Rich Rich Latta said it in our Facebook group that. Um, Braun, someone finally got rid of Kevin Dunn.
1: Oh, I didn't realise that <laughs> was, was him. It was him. <laughs> uh.
0: So, right, this is this is my other thing. Vince McMahon needs to call an audible. On, screen or, on an, screen
1: or an, backstage? Well,
0: backstage,
1: because well, he's not on screen anymore, is he?
0: Silly question, wasn't it? It's time. The time to coronate Braun was like six months ago. But the time to coronate
1: Braun is now. Like right now, as in next Sunday.
0: No, like as in this right this very moment.
1: Well, if you log on, ladies and gents, to Facebook Watch, you will see an empty arena match between Braun and Brock because it's happening right now.
0: <laughs> so next Sunday, Braun Strowman needs to win the title. I, mean, I feel like we said that we did say this a while back, uh-huh. but he needs to win it. And your main event Mania, if you're still going with Roman. Roman Bronn versus Roman
1: What about Brock?
0: Fuck Brock <laughs> No, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry Brock versus um, Bobby Lashley <sighs> that, that, That's a Vince McMahon type match though
1: Aye, he would be Two
0: big guys, muscly guys big
1: Damn strong, it, pal
0: Athletic, oh, he'd, he would like that And to be honest, I think that'd be quite a decent match as well um, It's
1: a bit random though
0: it is but I'm sure he could build it somehow like oh two mixed martial artists and two all time great um, collegiate wrestlers etc so I would personally put the title on Braun and then you could do Braun versus Roman for Wrestlemania because that match is more than big enough to main event Wrestlemania but then you've got to come to a decision who wins that match
1: let me ask the ultimate question Mm -hmm. Are are you locking it up no, <laughs> no, don't be daft! Don't be daft! Don't be daft!
0: <laughs> That's what I, I personally would. I think, like you said, if if I just let's just go. What we all assume, right? That Brock's going to win, and Kane's going to take the pin. Where? What? What is Braun going to do at WrestleMania? What yeah. is his purpose? What is he what, like?
1: That was my question. Like, what are they? Why are they building him up with with gusto to? From what I can see, I've not got a, I've not got the, the fuck's that thing called? The glass ball. What are they called?
0: The Magic 8-Ball.
1: No, no, a Magic 8-Ball. A, cri- a <laughs> crystal cri- ball. A crystal ball. <laughs> uh, a Magic 8-Ball. Fucking hell, man. This isn't 1994.
0: It's an episode from Friends. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I can't see a programme for him unless it's Triple H. I can't see anything else for him.
0: See, I thought they might, before Jason Jordan got tagged in to put together with Seth, I thought they would have maybe have done Kurt Angle and Triple H at Royal Rumble, and then Triple H, Braun Strowman at Mania, and Kurt Angle versus uh, Jason Jordan at Mania as well. Obviously not, but it's like, where are you going with Braun?
1: Maybe we'll find out next Sunday.
0: We're going to find out, but... I, don't, I, think you, I think you need to give him a title because to be honest I think Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar and Vince's eyes and to, to your general sort of average fan that's a big time kind of match and I think you could sell that on that pay-per-view I think I think that would be a more than good enough match to have on that pay-per-view just because how easy I think it would be to sell and build
1: Aye It's a curveball but it's a curveball I can get behind Definitely.
0: Well, all you say is I think, um, and it eliminates the 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 part-time guy having a title. And is he going to be on Raw every week, etc.? And at least at least one thing we know, Braun and and Roman have a good great, great chemistry and they produce really really good matches. People might not be happy because they might be like, "Well, Roman's still going to win." But right now, I'm just I want to just right now just focus on Braun. And just finally give him his moment. You cannot have him do everything he's done just for him to lose. And people can say what they want, or oh, well, Kane's going to take the pin. To me, that's not worth a fucking damn. Because at some point, Brock or someone has got to has got to incapacitate Braun, and that in, its, in itself is going to make him look weak. As bad as what took place with one on one with Brock, that was terrible and then you took so long to build them back up and now you're just going to sort of knock them back down a few levels
1: I, I will even taking story out of it and sort of booking creative direction I can't wait to see Braun Strowman in a chamber <laughs> he'll actually just rip the chains off and strangle folk with them. Mm.
0: you know now you said as you mentioned booking see next Sunday when we're watching Royal Rumble I'm going to do my damnedest just to ignore booking and creative and just, just try and enjoy it the way I enjoyed Vessel Kingdom I and it'll be more difficult for me because I under, I'm more invested in this but I'm going to do my best just to be like just, let's just see what happens and just see where the chips fall
1: I still think we should uh, do what I suggested to Carl from the SMC podcast on Twitter we should just make this a kayfabe podcast
0: <laughs> I, I agree I agree
1: do you know how hard we, that would we, be
0: we, we need to bring kayfabe back
1: Hashtag bring fake back. There's no. There's, it's too. It's too hard to do that. <laughs> can you imagine the state of the podcast? I know. Yeah. Well, um, I. I can't even pretend.
0: <laughs> What's the accent? <laughs> Don't know. Um. So basically, in my opinion, bottom line, Braun Strowman must win the title. Of Royal Rumble.
1: Fantastic. I'm well behind that. You... And and and
0: and he can pin Kane, so you can still protect Brock all exactly. you want. And, have them. and I know, and I know that's going to be the thinking that will let Tain, Kane take the pencil so we protect Braun, but but you're not protecting mm-hmm. him because you're not putting a title on him.
1: What if, right? What if Braun and Brock, Braun wins the title, Brock's at Chamber, but it's just a one-on match between those two. So the Chamber match is a number one contender match, which Roman wins, but the Brock Lesnar Braun Strowman match. Bobby Lashley comes down. It
0: costs who? Brock. And then Braun retains.
1: Right.
0: See, that could work. Or maybe they might go Braun versus Bobby Lashley. I don't know. If Bobby Lashley's coming, that is. Even if you gave Braun the title and even if he dropped it with Chamber, I think even if you just. just to see the reaction of the fans because then you could just play it by year, and you could be like right, this is the plan right now plans for winning the Rumble lose it with Chamber but those plans are subject to change depending on how much the fans respond to him winning the title and I think people will literally go crazy and be, will be so happy mm. <sighs> that's it I think it's time it's like it's Vader it time it should have happened it is Vader time <laughs> it should have <laughs> happened a long time ago but I just they need to do it on Sunday, they really, really do.
1: Well, we'll see how it goes. Now, before we move on to our next segment, I recorded the sort of social suplex pl- plug, pod plug thing, because in the past I think I've made mistakes, so I'm just going to splice it in now. It's nice and professional, and I hope you enjoy my radio voice. So, here we go. How do folks in social suplex land Just interrupting your regularly scheduled programming For some housekeeping You're obviously listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show We can be found on Twitter and Facebook At Ricky and Clive If you've got the Anchor app Add my station 205 Clive Now I've decided I won't be using it to post content as such but we'll be looking at it as more of a listener interaction tool so if you keep up with us on Twitter then look out for requests for audio contributions from yourself whether it's your opinion on a specific topic or potentially a listener's question segment we'll see what we can do with that so get up on the anchor and add my station and do the call-in option I'll keep you posted on information on that as and when it arises Next up, on the Social Suplex Podcast Network, we've got One Nation Radio with your hosts Rich Latta and James Boyd. As well as a normal weekly show, they have a Facebook interaction show, One Nation Live, on Sundays. If you want to get involved in those shows, they are live on the Facebook Wrestling Squared Circle Group. So feel free to join that. Most of the social suplex roster are on the Wrestling Squared Circle group as well. So, if you want to come along for some serious discussion about all things wrestling or just to talk some nonsense before is yours, Rich can be found on Twitter at richlatter 32 and at JamesBoyd87 for James as well. Moving on to the SMC Wrestling Podcast, short for the Smart Mark Contrarian Prod format to their shows based on the personalities and opinions of the hosts those being Caleb who is at SMC underscore Calb at C-A-L-B Rance at It's Ray Cash R-E-Y Cash and Carl at Kervin SMC Now last but by no means least is Keeping It Strong Style with Josh and Jeremy that's at Jeremy L Donovan on Twitter or at K-I Strong Style These guys are your go-to guide for all things going on in New Japan. Anything you want to know, these guys have got you covered and they're doing some excellent things so far. All of these lovely shows can be found on the Social Suplex podcast network, so put that into your search engine on whatever app you use. Remember, drop us a rating and review and help us get over. Most of us have got anchor apps, all used differently for different reasons and to benefit yourself, so check out the show notes for details on how to describe to each of our stations. Don't forget, socialsuplex.com has loads of written work as well as the podcasts. We've got columns, news, TV product reviews, fantasy G1s, results, you name it, we've got it covered. So there you go, all the social suplex goodness you can get your hands on. Back to the show. Right, we're back. I hope you enjoyed that. Right, so we're going to talk about Raw 25 now. How Are you, are you looking forward to it at all? Um,
0: Yeah, I, I don't... I think one or two, I think obviously we've got the IC match. Everyone's sort of waiting to figure out what Undertaker's going to be doing. And to be honest, I think that's about it. Because I think for the vast majority it, it's just going to be sort of a nostalgic act. Um, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to it because it'll be quite cool to see all those guys again and, and like I say you just don't know what's going to happen but what I will say is this right now uh-huh. Vincent, Vincent Kennedy McMahon if you fucking dare if you dare let some old over the hill bastards <laughs> oh, take me. out arguably the best tag team in the world and hit them with their manoeuvres there will be fu- people will not be fucking happy if the if like you said roll. if the acolytes or if fucking bushwhackers <laughs> oh my god you can you imagine shit, the bushwhackers if they come down <laughs> if they come down and they all beat the shit out of the revival like we have done to the ascension a few years back there will be fucking anarchy
1: heads will roll
0: oh you cannot treat arguably the best tag team in the company that way
1: and they gearing up for that I,
0: Oh and they're
1: going to Do you know what would be amazing if... Their
0: promo was amazing Their promo was amazing but it just felt like Oh my god they're going to beat up next week But you know what would be amazing I'm going to take the words right out of your mouth <laughs> If the revival beat the shit out of all the old guys
1: Aye and like a few legends <laughs> gauntlet match And they just killed every one of them
0: um, uh, It's time Oh yeah Please please, please don't do it to us.
1: It's, it's a plea It's a, the biggest plea I've ever made
0: oh but they're going to I know <laughs> but um, overall I'm looking forward to it Chris Jericho's going to be there is, uh, is he is he yep I wonder if he's going to come down with his Alpha Club t-shirt on um, or
1: he's going to come down and Judas in my mind <laughs> but um, what a self-promoting bastard eh
0: oh he's fucking awesome is
1: and you've got to love the guy
0: he he no know- oh I love him I love him um, like I said, overall I'm expecting The mist to win the title I'm just then expecting a lot of nostalgia Um, and I don't mind it I'm looking forward to it the fact that it's going to be over two different venues as well is kind of intriguing and kind of interesting as well Um, but more than anything it's to see what The Undertaker's going to do nice.
1: Um Sorry, on you go. No, I was waiting for you. On you go.
0: Like, I think we're all, according to reports, and we all seem pretty convinced that he's going to come down and maybe, maybe confront John Cena. So, before I go off and start rambling on about something, would you accept that match?
1: It's not a case of accepting it, but I wouldn't give two shits about it.
0: Right. I would so, talk, like this if it's a big if obviously right so let's just let's just go an assumption that he's going to come down and there's going to be some sort of interaction between him and John Cena which is the planting of a seed to the match at Mania we all agree that this match should have took place maybe four or five years ago
1: Mm -hmm. do we not yeah
0: now Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao fought in 2015 that match, that, bo- that fight, should have took place in back end of '09, probably 2010. 2011 at an absolute push, right? But we all got the fight that everyone wanted five years later, right? And, I, I, what, the point of making it all sense. <laughs> at the time, at the time at 2010, there was serious, genuine debates who the number one pound-for-pound boxer was in the world. said Floyd, 50% said Manny, right? Personally, Mm -hmm. I say it was Floyd. (laughs) That fight never happened because people refused to come to the negotiating table. People refused to to sit and talk. It happened five years too late. Now, if you ask me, am I happy that it took place five years too late rather than never? I would say probably, yeah. So I'm going to ask you the same question. (laughs) Are you happy that a potential John Cena Undertaker match is taking place five years too late? Or would you now be like, I no longer need to see
1: it? I now no longer need to see it. I'm not ready to hear Cena's burial promos against The Undertaker. I'm not ready to see The Undertaker struggle through a match again. I'm not ready to accept that that he's not retired. I'm just not ready for it. Again, I don't care that much I'll just be, I'll not pay much attention to it I,
0: I, I'm the opposite
1: where were you um, last week
0: I think it's more so because the Undertaker is my all time favourite wrestler
1: Uh huh. I get that
0: and I can't and I can't I don't think I can bring myself to really say anything negative about him I think that's what it is to this day I'll still be in denial that he had some real piss poor matches at Mania I'll make up excuses. Um,
1: Put it this way, right. Like a football player, I'm trying to think of a really old one that played in Scotland or England, but they played far beyond their means. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of... In, and
0: in, in for our American listeners, football <laughs> is what you guys call soccer, right?
1: I think they know that but for it's, fuck's sake. I like. know,
0: but I'm just letting them know. It's, it's actually football. I know That's that's the name of it guys Right it's football
1: You're going to You're going to Lose some listeners
0: Nah because I was tweeting Ray Cash a couple weeks ago And I was just taking a piss At American football Even though American football Is my second favourite sport But still
1: Aye, But anyway Seeing like Competitive sport Would you be happy In like a World Cup final If that person Was on the pitch But they were Fucking blowing a gasket
0: You know You know who it's like Brazilian Ronaldo Fat Ronaldo? Fat, the, the real Ronaldo, like when he, in like 2002 World Cup, when he came in, he was absolutely amazing, and then he went to uh, Real Madrid and stuff, and then it was like the 2006 World Cup, you could just see him, he was just fat, and his injuries just caught with him. So it was like that. And, and I understand what you mean. I just can't bring myself to say it in bad, and I think the promos alone will probably get me excited for it. The match itself will probably disappoint, but it's just—I think it, I'm just in that opinion, and I'm just not that mindset that like I wanted to see it so much five years ago because we all did. It was, we were desperate for it, and I'm just like, you know, it's, it's fine. Just five years later, five years too late, but at least, at least we might, at least we got to see it. Aye. I, I, like I say the match itself probably won't be good.
1: See that, I don't think it will. I was I wanting to quickly go back to the Raw 25 thing, if that's alright. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Nostalgia Act, fine. I did, fair enough. But they do it regularly when they've got the likes of Goldberg and Sting coming into wrestle. Uh, the old school, when you were talking about the Ascension get buried as well. So, I don't, Rich Latter had uh, an anchor episode where he was actually talking about they do Nostalgia all the time, and they do they don't need to do it, but at the same time, do you know what, And another thing that annoys me about it is it's a, it's a go-home show for one of the big four pay-per-views, they should be paying more attention to what's going on at the Royal Rumble, but if it's a twenty five anniversary and they needed to go ahead with it, then fine, I will have a guilty pleasure in seeing Brother Love come back, because I've been following the, the Bruce Pritzker's <laughs> I know it's pure sad, right? But I've listened to the Bruce Pritchard podcast and he's come out with a lot of home truths about the behind the scenes of WWE. So I was quite shocked to hear that he was going to be called back. But, um. Do you think
0: he'll come out
1: with Undertaker? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they <actually> did. <laughs> um, so I think it'll be good, but the, I think I'll actually sort of go out my way to watch that one instead of just catching clips and stuff like that
0: that's the thing because like, obviously it's one o'clock in the morning for us over here and to do that every week and having to wake up at like six like watch it for three hours and then wake up two hours later to go to work it's just it's not you can't do that but this mm-hmm. is I am I probably will end up staying up to watch it or mm-hmm. getting up extremely early before work and then going to watch it as well um, that's it I'm not expecting anything massive like I say, I'm expecting a quite a decent match between Roman Reigns and The Miz And I'm just, I'm really, I just, it's more intrigue to see what the Undertaker's going to do more than anything. Uh I'm not, I'm not sure what to expect. I'm just wanting to see what he's going to do.
1: Would you like me to, we've got the, WWE have put up their 25 top moments of Raw over the last 25 years. Do you want me to run through the list? Mm -hmm.
0: Before you do, I just want to apologise to our listeners. I was just sort of taking the piss out of my football comments.
1: That's alright, They can laugh at our soccer. That's fine. I don't mind. That's, that's true. So at number twenty-five, you had probably one of my favourite moments was when Bubba Ray Dudley powerbombed me young through the table. <laughs> uh, was that the, for the first time? Was that
0: that? Was that, that moment the first time you'd
1: done it? I think so. Aye, the big uh, massive yeah. powerbomb off the stage. And uh, then
0: he just stood there with those like crazy. sat there with those crazy eyes. <laughs>
1: Fucking hell, man, that was mental. <laughs> uh, 24, um, when X-Pac beat Razor Ramon, mm. what, when he was the 1-2-3 three, three kid. 23, yep. Eric Bischoff announces his arrival at Raw. 22, here comes the money, let's see, Vince McMahon, oh I when Shane and Vince, like the whole last episode of Nitro.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been higher.
1: So did I. Another that's one, huge another one I thought would be higher was um, Mike Tyson on Raw that's 21 because uh, that was fuck, that was gigantic yep the This Is Your Life Rock segment do you remember that one
0: mm-hmm, the most watched <laughs> right. segment and the highest rated segment
1: sorry alright although this is another personal favourite of ours when, when Triple H gatecrashed the wedding of Stephanie McMahon and Tri- uh, Test <laughs> That was epic. Festival of Friendship, quite glad that that's in the moment that was, and that's very recent as well, that was excellent. Goodbye Edge, um, on Raw when Edge had to retire, number 17. Number 16, Silence is Deafening, let me see. Oh, this is the one where The Undertaker and Triple H had a silent promo. Mm
0: -hmm. It was just where... Taker, it was the first leading up to the first match Taker came out and he put the I don't even think he even got the microphone to his mouth, he basically just stepped in the ring and uh, Triple H's music came out and he just walked straight down face to face Triple H looked at the Wrestlemania sign Taker looked at it, smirked and then walked away Aye
1: Number 14, Shane McMahon returning to WWE a couple of years ago
0: mm-hmm. Which you're in for me
1: <laughs> I didn't spoil anything I'll need <laughs> to check the, the chat history with that one because I don't think I gave it away at all
0: Wait, did your chat actually go that far back?
1: No, it was a different phone I had back then uh-huh. uh, Number 13 Jeff Hardy swanton bombing himself to death off no, the right, yes. Titan Sean mm-hmm. Number 12 DX Invasion of Nitro Number 11 Brock Lesnar returning to WWE Number 10 Uh, The very first number one draft pick That's quite surprising Let's see what it says Every few years or so Except for the years where they combine the rosters The WWE holds a draft lottery Chris Jericho announced the first pick of Raw That's right John Cena moved over from Smackdown to Raw for the first time
0: I remember that
1: I remember it now, aye Number nine Mankind winning his first world title That's going to put butts in seats That should have been higher Women's evolution. That should, have been, that should have been higher. Women's, Sorry, Ev- continue. Women's evolution begins. not the one that you're thinking of, but they're talking about mm-hmm. Trish Stratus and Lita, main event in Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is quite high. Seth Rollins betraying his brethren when he attacked the Shield. Yep, that uh, was hard
0: to take. That was emotional.
1: <laughs> another emotional one was. Roman Reigns' almost silent promo the night after they beat The Undertaker?
0: Promo of 2017.
1: Calm yourself down. No,
0: no, no. He said five words, right? And he was booed relentlessly, relentlessly, for like 10 minutes, like probably 7 or 8 minutes in total. Every time when he put his microphone in his mouth, and then I think after a while he just started playing up to them. Five words basically made the entire crowd erupt and lose their mind and want to kill them.
1: that doesn't count
0: this is, this is my yard now promo of the year
1: <laughs> fuck off promo
0: of the year
1: that does not count as a promo it doesn't it hardly counts as a sentence <laughs>
0: that was excellent it was a sentence
1: right off the top of my head I can't think of it Had a, a full,
0: stop, but the full, the full stop at the end of it therefore it was a sentence <laughs>
1: Well, this is a sentence, you're a liar.
0: <laughs> cool story, bro.
1: <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> number five. Number
0: five, I thought, should have been number one, if I'm honest.
1: Uh, Austin stuns McMahon for the first time. mm mm-hmm. Number four.
0: Because that's, arg- sorry, that's arguably the greatest rivalry in that company's history, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it was... The start and the creation, basically, of two of the two of the top three names ever, potentially, uh-huh. maybe. Aye. Um, so as you saw, I thought that was been higher.
1: Maybe we could just see this as a list of the top twenty-five with no particular order. Mm-hmm. Um, number three: Occupy Raw, Daniel Bryan, and the Yes Movement. Number two: CM Punk's Pipe Bomb. I'm shocked that they put that in. That's no, it.
0: that's 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 in the right spot.
1: I know, but I'm just shocked that they included that.
0: I think I think they have to because if they didn't, people would have been calling about on it like that's bullshit. Because how is that not voted? Because it would have been because that was such an iconic moment for what he said or anything like that, or the fact he's allowed to say it. I think and John Russell say it as well. He's like the way the state the WWE is in now, like the kind of people are there and etc. He literally tore the door down for a lot of the guys that are in WDB now. Um, so um, I, I think that's perfect spot. I wouldn't put it in number one but perfect spot at number two. That was that was an iconic moment.
1: Aye. Number one was the beer truck. Austin's mm-hmm. beer truck. Now I would I am um deeply offended at the omission of Milcomania. Cut angles? Was that raw like, or smackdown?
0: When I read I wrote when, we, when I noticed we were going to do this segment the first thing I wrote down was "cut Angle milk truck ah, so
1: it was the same with me Mark. like what? I mean, I kn- thought that would have been it because that was hilarious I know that I know that Austin did it first but the sheer irony of Kurt coming down with his wholesome Americana gimmick and doing it with a milk truck that was fucking amazing I mean I'm sure, it was, I can't remember if it was Raw or Smackdown. I was, no, was it was, because JR was commentating no. it. Because JR was like, Milk of Mary, i back, guard.
0: And this when he started like throwing like the cartons of milk at them as well. <laughs> like I thought that would have definitely been in there. I, I wouldn't have put the beer truck moment as number one. Maybe in top five, def- the Daniel Bryan Yes movement, I, could, I I think I could maybe accept it at number three. But I think stunning uh, Steve Austin, uh, Stone Cold, stunning uh, Vince McMahon should have been number one. And Kurt Angle's milk trip moment should have definitely been in there. And Mankind winning the title for the first time should have been higher, I think, as well.
1: Aye, there's a lot. It's one of those ones we could debate, but we should just be happy that they're being recognised, I suppose.
0: Especially, especially
1: CM Punk. I know that was a CM Punk's. I and Caleb put in the group chat. No, it was Rich. Uh, Rich said that Vince McMahon follows CM Punk on Twitter. Uh, tw- <laughs>
0: Vince
1: come. McMahon doesn't, doesn't even control his own Twitter account, no. Probably not. Did you see that JR? Not our JR. The real JR put his home phone number up on Twitter by mistake. Did he? He gave out contact details. <laughs> he must have been meaning to text it to some contractor or something. He's like my hardline is. Oh, to. <laughs> Pure guy. Um But. No Mania I'm not sure why that's not there I was going to say no,
0: something
1: definitely else it should, it, should, it should have been in there I think yeah. so I hope you enjoyed that rundown um, I can't remember I'm sure I was going to say something else but time is getting on we've had one of the most jam-packed we've probably mentioned every superstar on the roster tonight most likely Shall we? I just saw I just saw something on Twitter
0: that uh, this ruin. The Royal Rumble for me, I
1: think. Don't say it then, because it might ruin <sighs> it for people on here I, I as well. I won't.
0: Oh, I need to get off Twitter right now. Actually, it's all over Twitter. Don't yeah. go
1: on Twitter. Don't go Damn on it. Twitter, apart from go on to our account, where we will...
0: Yeah, go <laughs> on to Ricky and Clive, because we don't do any spoils or nothing.
1: And at Social Suplex as well. And the rest of the guys, which you heard about in the professional-sounding plug. Quiz time? Indeed. It's fucking quiz time With Ricky and Clive and friends A fucking WWE quiz Right on you go then
0: So this week I'm doing a quiz and I'm doing One of Clive's favourites It is Who am I?
1: I love this segment so much
0: So was there five There's five questions now um, right, here we go. Here we go. Who am I? Who am I? We are a stable. Or where? Sorry.
1: Okay. Okay. They're un-Americans.
0: Okay, wrong. Question <laughs> number two. Right, point number two. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to word this. The least amount of world title wins by any single member is six.
1: The least so amount?
0: The least amount someone in this group has oh, won is six. Can I guess? Go ahead. You'll probably get it now. Evolution? Correct. Mister. My D- other one was, um, we have all been world champions. I thought those two would have gave it away. I think I should have gone with this one. The last WWE world champion, however you want to say it, was... Uh, was in 2017, which was Randall. Randall. <laughs> and then the fifth one it was a is a four man stable.
1: Uh, you should have said one of them has has a big dick. Who does? Oh, you must have heard the meme going about the internet that Dave Batista's got a big dick. Oh,
0: it does. Oh, well played, Dave. Well played, Dave.
1: <laughs> right, next question.
0: <laughs> right. <sighs> Once again, we are a stable. One of us are in the Hall of Fame. The leader of the stable never won a world title. Between the three of us, we have won 15 world titles. <sighs> and fifth one is... This is you, you'll probably get it now. Two of us are regarded... As one of the greatest tag teams ever.
1: Right, two of us. Right, okay.
0: One's in the Hall of Fame. Combined, they've all won a total of 15 world titles. But the leader of this stable has never won a world title. What is the name of the stable? The leader
1: of the stable? I've not,
0: never a, a world. I've
1: not got a clue. Pass.
0: I don't know. I'll give you a bonus one right you'll get this now time frame can't remember but <laughs> we special we specialised in blood oh. so we used blood the brood Hi.
1: <laughs> is it 15 world titles are you uh, including cause... Christian's TNA run as well
0: no well, it's WWE only
1: right so Edge was 12 was it not
0: Edge was 11 I think
1: Right, Christian, was... Christian, Christian was 4
0: or Edge was 12 and Christian was 3 but it was definitely 15 Gangrel never win it
1: Gangrel no, right, right. Yeah, good question well done
0: question number 5 That's not question number 5 question number 3 my <laughs> m- mother my mother is in the wrestling WWE Hall of Fame all right. My father is a former world champion, WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call it. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My mother and father were where in the WWE, and I'm going to correct that. It could be where or slash R, because I'm not entirely sure. Bit of confusion. Have you got it?
1: No, I, I was going to guess.
0: Like, wait wait no I'll go I'm going to get I only I only I think this is right I only appeared in one episode of Raw. point number five
1: what the hell is this
0: <laughs> number five this is a question am I a person <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I know I know the answer <laughs> Oh, that was perfect. Your clues were top notch all the way through. It's fucking May Young's son. <laughs> the hand.
0: The hand. <laughs> Correct.
1: That is the best lead up question <laughs> I've ever heard, man. That was fucking top notch. Technically, so, he's been on two episodes at all. Oh, was he on two?
0: I wasn't sure when it says we well,
1: in the WWE because I still don't know if Mark Henry's officially t- retired or not. I, well, don't know. Because know, he, sure. he was born <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's busted thousands of episodes big fucking hand puppet thing. <laughs> oh, so it
0: was. <laughs> that right. should have
1: been in the raw talk moments. Oh, excellent.
0: I am not. No, sorry no, I know I'm a 10-time world champion. But if you want WWE whatever you know you know. Yep. I have never won the US title. All
1: oh, right, okay.
0: I am not in the Hall of Fame. My last world title reign was in 2013. The Rock? Correct. And my first one, my last other one was I beat Mankind for my first title. Aye. First world title. Is he. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame yet?
1: Um, probably because they're not finished with him. They want to have him in a, one more match, probably. Or they're waiting till... Like right, we're sort
0: of going off you, but you, you would imagine, because you've still got. Taker to go in, Jericho to go in, Triple H still to go in, and The Rock, so that's four four guys, like four different years, obviously.
1: I'm sure The Rock will be in at some point.
0: Oh, I definitely, like, so that's what I'm saying, there's your headline act for four different years. Aye. Right. Final
1: one. I
0: am a third, third generation superstar. And no, it's not Randy. Randall (laughs) I am a former NXT champion
1: oh right okay
0: I have yet to win a title on the main roster
1: I think I know the answer
0: let me just let me one of my ring names was was Mr. NXT I hope I got that right
1: I'm not sure I don't know
0: Um, I am the youngest ever NXT champion
1: I believe I have the answer
0: What was your answer sorry
1: I believe I have the right answer
0: Well I mean That's not really an answer is it
1: Is it Bo Dallas
0: Mr Dallas himself Well done you get 5 out of 5 No I don't No really 4 out of (laughs) 5
1: Um, the May Young one that was just that was a beautifully told story
0: <laughs> Ooh, the
1: hand any shout outs before you go
0: uh, shout out to Barry who's unwell at the moment
1: yes get well soon um, Barry shout out to JR John,
0: Ro- John Ross is down with the flu as well um, hopefully we get that on next week because next week's a, a big week Get
1: got the rumble preview we've got Raw 25. Fucking NXT. hell, man. We need to book in a, a couple of nights, I think. Yep. Um, and the predictions as well. And the what, sorry? The predictions. Yep.
0: Uh, shout out to everyone on Social Suplex as well. Uh, and finally, shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: <laughs> that goes way over who, my
0: head. Who, who I hope, dedicate their victory on Sunday to Kev it's from social reflects Carl Lye. yep because um, he's not a fan he doesn't really like the Eagles The but, uh-huh. but anyway shout out to everyone and hopefully you know guys keep do- keep downloading and add is on Twitter um, get in touch um, like I it say it's um, really enjoying this so
1: hopefully like I say if you can give us feedback uh, you know it'll be excellent we're on the Wrestling Squared Circle group on Facebook as well where you will find out my my shoot name because Clive might or may not be my ring name I can't exactly confirm that Ricky's on there as well JR's on there Barry might be don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so head on over to the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group and also go over to com for many a column and review and news. Lots of columns getting dropped by Latter's Lariats and Latter's Lariato. Good stuff there. And myself as well. I've started writing again. I think I'm done. Are you there? Yeah,
0: I'm here.
1: I'm here. <laughs> right. Um, thanks for listening, guys. And Be sure to interact with us in any way you want and we'll speak to you next week.
0: Take care, guys